Thank you for doing this. Yeah. This is truly a pleasure because I know you from for more than 10 years now, 11 years now. It's been 11 years since we've met, but I know that your history in Japan is a long one. Very long, Lance. Very, 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 very long. <laughs> Even longer than yours. <laughs> very, very long. It is. It is most definitely. So please, Tony, tell me a little bit about your past. I mean, where'd you grow up? Where were you born? Uh, I was born here in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knows St. Luke's Hospital. So in 1957. Okay. Yeah, uh, back then, uh, I was born, my father was in the Air Force. And of course, my mother was Japanese. St. Luke's was the Air Force uh, or, or the military hospital. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, there was no base hospital then. No, that was the base hospital. Oh, so, Saint Luke's. So, so Saint which, Luke's was which base? What base? It, it, well, my dad was stationed at Haneda. That's right. Haneda dad. Air Base. Yes. So, uh, my family lived, and my mother was in uh, Omori. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's where they they were there, and uh, that's where I lived. I think until I left in when I was about a year old. To go where? To go to U.S. So my father got transferred. Mm -hmm. So we ended up going to Langley Air Force Base in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Heard of that. And of course, you know, uh, it was my mom's first time ever, um, and then uh, stayed there for. That's where my sister was born too. Okay. So and you have one sibling. I have one sibling, and she right. she was born in, in in the U.S. How many years difference? Uh, three years. Okay. You guys close? Um, well, yeah, we talk all the time. But Is she, 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 she no, no, no. She's in Australia. She's been in Australia for the last. Thirty-something years. Mm -hmm. Did she make you an uncle? She's, she's, yeah, she's actually. Uh, I, I'm a great uncle because <laughs> she has grandchildren too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, my mom, who's still alive, is you know a great, great grandmother. Great, great grandmother. Yeah. So because of your sister. Because of my sister. Okay. Not because of me. Right. <laughs> you don't have children. I do. I have you a do. daughter. She's 34. 34, okay. Yeah, but she doesn't, I don't think she's planning on having any kids, so right, right. at least not now. So. Okay. All right. So then, so you went to the States. How long did you live in the States? Uh, we only lived there for about a year, mm -hmm. and uh, pretty much just enough to get my citizenship. Mm -hmm. So when I was born, I didn't have any citizenship because did my father, well, my father was in the Air Force. Mother was Japanese. She was American. Back then, there was a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I didn't. I was uh, a non-citizen, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or, or whatever, citizen of the of the uh, of the planet until I was. Uh, I went to the U.S. I was about two years old, I think, mm -hmm. when I was um, naturalized. And that was be, so. You became an American first. I became an American. Are you citizen. still? You did you ever become Japanese? Uh, I'm on the Koseki because my mother, but that's okay. about it. That's about it. Yeah, I, I never carried a Japanese passport mm -hmm. or anything. Always been. A U.S. passport. Mm -hmm. yeah. So your schooling? Where'd you go to school? Uh, for so I started off um, in kindergarten. I actually went to Tachikawa Kindergarten, an air base. I came here. I have to put this in. <laughs> My orders were when I first came to Japan was to Tachikawa. Hmm. When I got over here, I realized they realized that the base was being closed down, and there were no barracks for men. They only had the WAPS barracks. No, oh, okay. And the they had the hospital yeah, and yeah, the yeah. WAPS barracks. That was it. Yeah. So they had to recut my orders. So I had a month to travel around Japan. <laughs> That's cool. And do That's whatever cool. I want yeah. on the government's dime. Yeah, yeah. Really so nice. yeah, so I went to, so when I was well, we came back when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. Um, we ended up living in a place called Kunitechi, which is the right next, next door next door to Tachikawa. Mm -hmm. My dad got stationed at Tachikawa, um, and uh, I went to school 
went to Japanese kindergarten and then went to the U.S. kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And at that kindergarten, even back then, um, even the military kindergartens were like, they were run by nuns. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that, at that time, she recommended, uh, the nun recommended that I come to St. Mary's. And that's where you went straight out of kindergarten? To, to St. Mary's. Mary's for first grade. Okay, yeah. first grade. For first grade. And then at that time, though, uh, military pretty much was the primary school kids at St. That was for all the international schools, actually. Yeah. ASIJ, too. It started as a, as, a, yes. as a... Because Chofu was right there and right in front of ASIJ. ASIJ yeah. was right behind. But when I started first grade, ASIJ was still at Meguro. They, where they left the nursery kindergarten. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So they were still in Meguro. When I was in like second or third grade is when mm -hmm. they moved over to the mm -hmm. Chofu campus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I came, of course, being Italian, Catholic. Okay. <laughs> Right, right, right. You know, I had to come to a Catholic all-boys school, okay. so I went there, and uh, at that time, I'd probably say there must have been at least over a hundred kids, military, all bust in to, to the mm. school from the mm. you know the various bases. I think from Yakota, there's that probably ninety just from 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 that area, mm -hmm, Yakota, mm -hmm. Techikawa, Chofu, mm -hmm. all those, because there were so many bases back That's then. Right, they yeah. sure did. There's base to base to base to base. Yeah. You know. So I'm you know a military brat. Okay. Yeah, so, per se. So. so you were on the base a lot? Well, of course, well, you were, I'm talking about you. Your father was still in the service. He was still in service. Did he retire? He retired in 1964. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, he, my dad was in World War II, mm -hmm. then, then Korean War, and then parts of the Vietnam in the beginning. Just the beginning, as, yes, as the What they call it, the expe ex expeditionary force mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm. like that, that they were called back then. Yeah, so he was part of that. What was his job in the Air Force? Well, you know, he started off, my dad is a former Golden Gloves boxer. And so he, when he knew he was getting drafted, he enlisted in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And then they sent him to special services. Mm -hmm. So because of his boxing and athletics, so he ended up, uh, the, the warriors in, in, in special services, um, and then he cross-trained to become a navigator, pretty much. So then he, he was a flight engineer, I guess that's mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. they call him mm -hmm. back nowadays, but that's what he did. And then uh, he was flying ever since. Mm -hmm. So from the time I was born, he was always flying. Uh, when my sister was born, he wasn't even around. He was across oh. on the other side of the world, yeah. So you, did you, what was your relationship like with your father? Well, I, like I said, I didn't, you know, in, in the beginning years, I didn't even speak English. Okay. And he spoke no Japanese. Um, he spoke zero Japanese. Okay. My mom spoke zero English. <laughs> I ended up, so of course, you know, being raised by my mom and my grandparents who lived with us at that time. They all spoke Japanese. Mm -hmm. So when I went to school in the first grade, I, you know, English was my worst subject because, <laughs> yeah, it took a, a while to learn to speak English. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, Japanese was my first language at mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. But St. Mary's allowed you to keep it up, didn't they? Yeah, of course. They, they, at they, that time, they helped you. you know, and they made sure you continue to keep your Japanese reading and writing. And uh, the, yeah. Uh, priority at St. Mary's was always English. Oh, right. Yeah. And then uh, later on, uh, a lot of stress on French mm -hmm. because it is a French-Canadian school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So from when I was in fourth grade is when they start teaching French. So you speak French as well? Oh, yeah. Perfectly right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> When you're taught that, when you're told to learn French, right. it's like Latin. That's right. Okay. You have to. Right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a Catholic school, so, you know, Latin is required. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, what for? Right, right. But you know what? It's great. 
then you learn about the roots it changes of the way you think, yeah. things, and you see some things. And as, because you know Latin, it's in a different language. You can kind of, you know, mm -hmm. French, Italian, all that has some mixtures mm -hmm. in it, and you can kind of understand the roots of where it comes from. So right. it is an interesting. You know, afterwards, it's pretty interesting. Right. You know, so if I was going to be a priest, that would have been perfect. It'd been but, perfect. Yeah. It'd have helped you, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're doing prayers in, in French. <laughs> what happened? After high school, after you finished your high school at St. Mary's, where'd you go from there? So after high school, so uh, I, just, I ended up, what happened was, you know, oil shock in 1974. So my dad worked as a military, and then he worked on the base as a, a civilian. And then he went to work uh, for an um, electronics company out of Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, it was in Shibuya. And oh, so he stayed in Japan. Yeah, he stayed in Japan the whole time. And then the oil shock hit. Right. And all the companies, it was 74, yeah. Right, right. So around 74. So right. all the companies left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it ended up pretty much. So what happened was after I graduated, I stayed back uh, for about half a year. Mm -hmm. I worked, um, you know, part time. What year did you graduate? When you so 1975. 75, because I came here in 74. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was, I graduated in 75 mm -hmm. uh, and then stayed here for a little bit, then went back to, to the U.S., um, went to school there. And, uh, uh, but you there. hadn't been there since you were a little kid, or did you go back and forth every now and then? Never. Okay, so I had not been so to the U.S. since, since I was three years old. Okay, right. So that was your first time going there after that time. Yeah, it was. And did you go to college? Yeah, I went to school there in California, mm -hmm. in, in Los Angeles. And then, you know, when I got there, um, it was, you know, L.A. is supposed to be a big city, coming from Tokyo. It was like, you know. Out in the country. Yeah, it was like docks, laid out. So <laughs> out. Right, right. Which is you're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you kind of right. understand, you know. <laughs> I'm used to Shinjuku. Right, of course, of course. <laughs> and you said downtown. This is what you guys call the city? Yeah, so. Right. But, but, you know, it was, of course, it's huge. It's, it's big, all space all over. Out, but yeah, right, it, was, but it was a culture shock yeah. you know, in the beginning. But it was kind of a good type of culture shock. You know, I'm looking at, and all I've seen was, you know, uh, black hair, women and stuff. The right, first time right, right. I see all these blonde here ladies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that was a culture shock there. So, wow. Right. Uh, but uh, no, I stayed there and then uh, went back and forth. Uh, you know, every summer come back, things like would that. Would you study? Would you, would, what were your goals? I mean, growing up, did you ever think that you'd follow your father's footsteps no, and never. go into the Air Force? Never. My dad, of course, wanted that. He did want that. Oh, yeah. He, he's big time. When your, I, father, your father's when passed. I, he passed. Yeah, he passed away, away about 37 years ago. But, okay. when, but when I turned 18, he grabbed yeah. me and said, we're well, going to go register for the draft. And did you? And yeah, he took me over to, to the registration office. And then they told him, oh, the draft is not done. You don't have to register. That's right, because after, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and about six months before I turned 18. So that was, that was one good thing. You know, right. So I didn't join, and I went back. But I've always wanted to be a baseball player, that's so. all. Is it, you were really good in baseball? Yeah, baseball was my main thing. And you were good. Yeah, I mean, baseball I played since I was six years old. That was my main sport. Uh, for some time in, in high school, I ended up uh, wrestling. Okay. Right? How and long did you do that? Because St. Mary's had a very good wrestling team. Uh, I wrestled for three years in St. Three Mary's, years, okay. and then I was the captain final year. But, uh, um, you know, ranked number one. But then, you know how things go. It don't work out all the time. So, yeah. anyways. But uh, baseball, what position did you enjoy? I was, I, was, uh, I, was on the, I was a shortstop. Shortstop, yeah. I enjoyed that. Okay. So, but that was my main thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, I really, really wanted to go to Arizona State College. Because my hero was from there, you know, Reggie Jackson. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, and actually I got accepted there, but uh, 
because of the L shock and all that kind of stuff and being out of residence and stuff like that, yeah, I didn't end up going there. I ended up going to California because my uncle lived there. Okay. And I was able to stay with him. And, and this go to is your school. father's brother? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he happened to be there, so I stayed with him for a while. And then I, then I came back and then I stayed with my other uncle mm -hmm. for a while, you know, and... Uh, well, so wait. Your other uncle in Japan? No, it's in, 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 the, in California. So I had two uncles in California. Okay. So your, brother, your, your father had two, two brothers? Yeah. There were three of him and his, just three of them in, the, in his family? No, there's uh, six boys, seven boys altogether, one, one girl. But uh, one passed away during the war. Okay. Was your father the oldest? No, no. My father was in the middle, smack okay. right in the middle. So okay. the family comes from, my dad's side comes from Sicily. Mm -hmm. So in a small town called Musomeli in Sicily, mm -hmm. and my grandmother, grandfather were born there, and my two oldest uncles, one that passed away in the war, and then the other one also were born in Sicily, mm -hmm. and they immigrated to. Have you ever been to? Sicily? Never, never. Have you been to Italy at all? Never. <laughs> You're afraid someone might recognize you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, uh, I've been like to England and there, but never down that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it, 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 it's, uh, they, then they lived in Buffalo, New York, of all the places, right? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> and uh, no wonder they moved out to California. You know, yeah. The rest of them, I think, were living in Florida. Uh -huh. yeah, Is that right? Yeah, so. but, right. but I still have a lot of relatives in, in, in uh, Buffalo. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, I just got an email from my cousin. Uh, another cousin. It's a. It's actually what do they call it? your second cousin, or, or okay. so, or once removed, or something like that, right? Um, he's actually the the uh, the president. Mm -hmm. Just got elected as a president of the um, Buffalo Club mm -hmm. <laughs> in wow. Buffalo, New York. So, yeah. so it was. Uh, and he saw my name uh, when he's going through, through all the, the different. Yeah, right. Through the, yeah. So, um, because I'm a, I'm I'm on the on the Platinum Club board. Right. So, well, how did you get into the profession you're in now? What did you do prior to getting this profession? What led into Well, you know, like I said, I wanted yeah, to play baseball, right. physical education. Right. So when I went to college, I did not pick my classes. You didn't pick your classes? No, they were all picked for me. For you, because just stay in the sport. You're right, that's same. Everything is done for me. Right. I came in and here's your classes, here's what you're going, and here's your practice schedule. Right, 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 because <laughs> that's the priority. Just yeah. make sure you understand the priority. And so that was, you know, the, the, the pretty much so. And then, one, but then, you know, I come from a, a family of, of uh, restaurateurs, you know, so they, 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 they um, my uncle, who's in Calgary, stayed with, own a restaurant. Um, I have uncles and cousins in Buffalo who own restaurants, mm -hmm. so that kind of had my interest, you know, okay. and then, uh, but then, for some reason, I ended up uh, being offered a job uh, when I was a junior mm -hmm. to come back to Japan. Mm -hmm and actually work for Pacific Stars and Stripes as a contractor. To do what? It's a government contractor. We handled all, all, everything of Pacific Stars and Stripes other than printing. Okay. So distribution, sales, everything was under a contractor. This mm -hmm. is when the military started, wanted to think that outsourcing was the greatest thing. Mm -hmm. They started outsourcing everything that they possibly can. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they, they were looking for people to come back to Japan. And so you were over Hardy Barracks, where the Stars and Stripes was? Uh, actually, yeah, I was at the Yakota Bureau. Okay. But the, the yeah, the Hardy Barracks was there, the and then but then, then they had the offices and everything were at Yakota. Okay. And that's how I ended up back at, at Yakota. Mm -hmm. Because my, after my dad graduated, or retired from the Air Force, uh, he stayed, went to work for the military at Tachikawa, but then we had to move. We moved right next to Yakota. 
Mm-hmm. And when I say right next to Yokota, uh, the fence was right there. Right there, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. so we, you know, bought a house back then mm-hmm. um, and uh, moved, moved there, and that's where I lived all the way through, through high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and then I ended up back working for, at Yokota. Okay. Yeah, so that's how I came back to Japan. Right. So it was an opportunity, you know. Uh, pretty much they paid for everything. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they gave me a pretty good salary and said, yeah, come on back. Okay. I said, okay. So how long did you do that before you shifted? So I did that for about eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing that, and then I was trying to finish up, you know, college uh, <laughs> overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the uh, University of Maryland Right. Program. You did that on base, right? Yeah. So I went night through there. Yeah. Did all, did all those night classes. Right. There was no online classes That's back, right. then. No, back then. You had to go to. <laughs> That's right. And evening classes. Right? Yeah. So I was trying to work and go to those and finish that up, and then, uh, um, you know, and then then the Air Force realized that outsourcing may not be the, the best. best thing. Right. <laughs> so they started cutting all the outsourcers, mm-hmm. and then I was offered a job um, to work at Tama Hills. Is as a recreation. Outdoor recreation right. director. Right. You know how the you know how the Japanese used to use Tama Hills, don't you? You know what it was? As 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 uh, back in the in, in the World back War II, the, the yeah, War, of course. Yeah. yeah. What was it? It's, it was an ammo depot, it was a, it was a factory. Because I went in there and all that yellow powder and stuff yeah. and when I was in the Air Force I was a carpenter, but then we had top secret clearance because we had to go in those places and help repair some areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I asked What's all this yellow dust? They said that was the material they used for the bombs. Yeah. And that's the residue left over. Yeah. And all those hills that we're golfing over were <laughs> areas they went under. And yeah. did, you, did you know about the tunnel from Tachikawa to Yokota? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know about they that tunnel. One tr- they could take a one-ton truck through there. Prob- yeah. Probably. I, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, yeah, they probably had that. Across, right. um, when I was up at, so I went to work at Tama, mm-hmm. of course, you know, th- at that time it was still the old, Lodge and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was all the World War II buildings were still there, mm-hmm. um, all the tunnels, underground tunnels that connected, you know, because you're talking about 500, actually, yeah, it's about 500 acres total. I know, that's right. And that whole area, and there's just, it was just covered with tunnels and, and old World War II buildings. And so I was there for about, well, I was there originally uh, at, on, on site for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then in 2000, in 9, they off, or 98, they offered me, I'm sorry, 1988, I, I'm sorry, I was only there actually for a couple of years physically, mm-hmm. then they moved me to Yokota okay. because the Air Force started a new program called Outdoor Recreation. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and it was a brand new program and they needed somebody, so I went over there and took over and established their Outdoor Recreation program mm-hmm. for them um, and stayed there for about 10 years and then offered another job back to 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 Tama now to as a consolidated general manager. So mm-hmm. that was my first general manager's job. Mm-hmm. Um, is when I was about 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I took over all of all, all of Tama Tama mm-hmm. Hills as the mm-hmm. consolidated general manager. Mm-hmm. How long did that last? And I did that for about 10 years okay. in total. And then halfway through, um, they decided to throw the golf course into it. Right. Yeah. So now I had the par three. Wait, wait. No, no the Tama Hills. Tama Hills golf course. Right. So I learned more about golf than I ever wanted to know about. Uh, Had you ever gone? Of course. Okay. But not while I'm there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's one of the, one of the, I, mean, I mean, prior to doing that job, had you gone? Uh, prior to doing that job, they tried to teach me. But you were okay. So you weren't a golfer. <laughs> I was not right, a okay. golfer. All right. You became uh, one after you had that job. Well, I, yeah, I became a greenskeeper. Okay. 
<laughs> I learned more about chemicals, okay. you know, than I ever mm -hmm. wanted to know about, mm -hmm. and what they did and all the effects of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I learned how to run a golf course, mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, I ran the the lodge and then the outdoor recreation. So, mm -hmm. you know, that gave me the experience on on, on running uh, outdoor rec, you know what do they call camps and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and also hotels. Mm -hmm. So that's my kind of my introduction to hotels. Right. Now food and beverage I had been doing on and off, doing things there, working at my uncle's place while I was doing mm -hmm. things. So I had some experience there, but lodging I'd never had, mm -hmm. but that was my first experience working mm -hmm. up there in 1988 mm -hmm. to, to help with the lodging. Mm -hmm. And that got me into the club part and then also that, the fun part there. But that was the fun part for Well you. the fun part was running probably the most popular uh, club in, in, in the Kanto area. The NCO Club? No, this Which was the Tama Hills Club. Oh, the Tama Hills Club, okay. Yeah, the Tama Hills Club, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's called Hillcrest Lounge, but mm -hmm. it was the Tama Club. The thing was, this is uh, on a military installation, but it was open to the public. Okay. So on Fridays and Saturdays, it only opened, I mean, it, the club was there, the bar was there, open seven days a week. However, on Fridays and Saturdays, anybody can come in. The gates were wide open. Mm -hmm. So any given night, we can have, like on a Friday or Saturday, 600 people, you know, in a place that's like double the size of this room. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's all. So you're packed. Yeah. Standing room only. Yeah, and uh, right. more celebrities came there. Oh, really? All Japanese celebrities. Oh, celebrities, okay. Yeah, were there all the time uh, because it was on base and, you know, it was different and, you know, beer was like a dollar. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun time. That was a learning experience. Great DJ we used to have. Mm -hmm. um, Actually, he was from uh, a former retired uh, Green Beret. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he can tell you all kinds of stories that you don't Which even want to learn don't about. about right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he was one of those. He was one of those guys. Mm -hmm. uh, been shot seven times in Vietnam. I can show you each place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he, you know he DJed out of New York. Really great mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. uh, passed away now. Is that where you learned how to DJ? That's where I learned how to DJ. Okay, because you helped me out with that so one little thing I tried to do, and I thought yeah, I knew what that, I was doing. That was um, yeah. yeah he 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 was he was you know when he was in his younger days he was DJing out at the clubs in New York. He's from New York, and uh, he was he was an awesome DJ. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure now, but in the past, every DJ that you went to in Shibuya knew him. Well, he was one of his his proteges, and, and, and he was their mentor. And mm -hmm. they would come up to Tama to learn when they were young, and he would they would win. And they'd go down to Shibuya or Roppongi, the clubs, and mm -hmm. you know the old Juliana clubs and all right, that. Right, they right. all had uh, somebody was working there that was once his his protege there. So mm -hmm. it was a it was a it was a fun time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, I was about 30 years old, so it's really fun. Right. Is that where I met? Were, were you just? Were you in that job when I came to you? When I met you? No, no. Okay, so tell me. So from from there, then you went. Right? Yeah. So from there, so I went from from being uh, that you know the then I got moved into a different job when I was about 50 years old. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much, they said you're having too much fun out there. You know, out you know, Tama Hills is 15 15 miles from the base, mm -hmm. which means it's an, at least an hour drive. So I was, you know, pretty much on my own, did my own thing, and they pretty much said, you're having too much fun, you need to come back, you know, to what we would call the headquarters, you know. Uh, so, and then they gave me a job of, of running uh, almost everything there, mm -hmm. in, in what we call, um, at that time, was MWR. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, morale, welfare, and recreation. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I ran, so under me was the clubs, 
Mm -hmm. Bowling, child care, mm -hmm. not child care was, I'm sorry. Uh, bowling, uh, pet care, mm -hmm. pet care centers, bowling mm -hmm. centers, arts and crafts centers, on the clubs, aero club, mm -hmm. you know, flying airplanes. Right, right, yeah. Right. The systems, yeah. Yeah, I hated that, but that's okay. fine. I still had to go uh, <laughs> fly in the planes. Wow. Um, you know, the bus transportation, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, lodging, the, the, the well, they, they call it defect now, but it's the, it's the dining facility, mm -hmm. you know, enlisted dining for, right, or right, for the, right, for the right, airmen right, wherever they all went right, to eat. Right. Um, what about the movie theaters? Movie theaters, that's uh, Army and Air Force Exchange Service. That's outside. Yeah, yeah, that's outside. So BXs, things like mm -hmm. that are outside. But I ran everything else that was there. Everything else. So, yeah, so we had, I don't know, it was what, five or six different, well, they, they call them flights. Mm -hmm. And so they're like different groups within within mm -hmm. the huge the squadron had about a thousand staff mm -hmm. or thousand people working for mm -hmm. for the group and of course we have a, the, the the squadron commander and then there's like five or six flights um, so I ran one of the flights it's community services flight mm -hmm. um, out of that I had 42 buildings and about 700 people working for me wow. so yeah it was it was the largest flight or bigger than some of the other you know mm -hmm. Uh, it's bigger than civil engineers, so right, 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 right. <laughs> had more people than civil engineers. So, right. yeah, that's that's what I was doing pretty much mm -hmm. um, before I met you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long did you do that? You About five years. Five years. Yeah, five years. Okay. Oversaw that. Um, right. Again, during that time, you know, was uh, we had we had a lot of different things going on. Of course, uh, that affected most was the uh, nine uh, so uh, that was on my last year there, or, or second to last year there was mm -hmm. 311. And so, mm -hmm. uh, so I was in charge of all the, the, the lodging facilities mm -hmm. and the food. So, you know, of course, right after, as soon as that happened, you know, we're all meeting to figure this out. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we get notified that nine jumbo jets are flying in mm -hmm. because they couldn't land anywhere else. And these are all U.S. carriers, right, right, you know, right. Delta and, mm -hmm. and some of the other ones. That, you know, uh, they're all coming in, they're landing, um, and we have to keep them here. Mm -hmm. So some of them stayed, they stayed, they wouldn't let their um, passengers off the plane. Mm -hmm. But I think three of them wait, did. Wait, 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 for how long? Uh, they were there probably 10 hours, oh, I see, 10, I see, 12 see, hours, yeah, right, okay, until right. they flew like Nagoya right. or Osaka. Where they were going, okay. Yeah, right. until they flew there. But mm -hmm. uh, like some of the ones that were uh, for Tokyo, mm -hmm. so they they had to come off the plane because they, they couldn't fly into Haneda, they mm -hmm. couldn't fly into, into Narita. Mm -hmm. So they came off, the, but they couldn't uh, disembark there mm -hmm. because it's not an international airport. Right. So they had to stay the night. They actually stayed two nights <laughs> there. And during that time, so you're talking, I think there was three jets, mm -hmm. 1,500 people. We had to find sleeping space for them. So they didn't stay on the planes. They took, they did. Yeah, they, they, they can't stay on the plane. Okay, right, yeah, so right. they had to come back off. Uh, we had to fix up some makeshift, you know, we brought in. In the hangars or something? Or where? It was actually in the, in the, in the uh, community center, okay. which is a huge community right. center that we had. Um, so we had to set that up. Then we had to feed them three times a day. Mm. For three days. Huh? For three days. And that was just the start. Then they all left. Uh, you know, then, then we said <laughs> goodbye, and they took off. That was great. They were able to get back to where they were supposed to be going. The airports opened back up, mm -hmm. um, and, and that was great. But then that's when everything started. That's when the, the radiation. Everything else, right. Everyone was worried about the fallout, right? Yeah. Um, I remember, so I forgot what time. It was in, it was, I was in my boss office with another flight chief, and we were just just chit-chatting there when it happened. Mm -hmm. And of course, and about six hours later, 
I think we had like 50 Marines land. Right. They weren't. They weren't asked to come. They just came. They just came. came. <laughs> right. Okay. And they said, "Where can we set up? And where can we sleep? And where can mm -hmm. we sit?" So we, mm -hmm. you know, we had to turn in. We had to. We had to make some um, temporary lodging facilities for them. Uh, you know, I was on the phone with Korea and Okinawa asking for how many cots do you guys have? Mm -hmm. Send me all. Mm -hmm. You know, pretty much because uh, everybody was coming in. Mm. You know, we had several thousand people come in because that was the headquarters right. for the military. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Fifth Air Force is there, mm -hmm. and then uh, the Three Star was originally. Then they flew in the Four Star from Hawaii, mm -hmm. who took over as the commander in chief of that operation, Operation Tomodachi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, mm. and then that's when you know things like evacuations well, started. Right, right. Yeah. All, for all non-essential personnel. So, yeah, so right. all the militaries, of course the Navy was That's the right. first to leave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Navy guys came right, in, right, right. you know, Yokosuka was gone. Mm -hmm. At Sugi, they were leaving, right. uh, Army, and then uh, we had to send all the families back. Mm -hmm. um, and so, again, uh, the staging areas was held at the clubs. Mm -hmm. So we were the staging points. Buses would be coming all day long. We'd have to bring them in there. We have to feed them until they were ready to right, to, leave. To, to leave. And and you know, so that was like I don't, I don't know how many days it was pretty much no sleep mm -hmm. getting through those days because they were coming in at all hours. Right. You know, morning, early morning, midnight, whatever. They were just just shuff, you know, mm -hmm. shuffling people through. Mm. And then that kind of settled down. Yeah. And then uh, then you know, of course. The generals are all talking with the State Department mm -hmm. about evacuating Tokyo right. of Americans. That's right. And then they and so we're we're you know we're in this big huge big comp meeting space and mm -hmm. I asked you know how many are we talking about? And they said well probably close to eighty thousand. Mm -hmm. I said you want to evacuate eighty thousand people, bring them on to Yokota, and how many days? And they said a week. Wait, so I don't think it works out that way because even if you had, how many people fit on a jumbo jet? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if you max them out, 500, mm -hmm. whatever, and, and you're going to bring all these people in. So if you get 5,000 people a day, you know, how many days is it going to take you to evacuate everybody if you get 10 jumbo jets chartered? So they kind of did that. But then pretty much my job was when they come in. To make sure they're fed. And make sure they're fed and make sure they have sleep. sleeping spaces. Right. Yeah, so that was, a, again... What about, did, people didn't think about cloth, clothing, like laundry or anything like that? Well, of course, that all happened. It's all part of it. So that was we, all part of it. Yeah, we had to prepare for, you know, so wow. lot, all the, uh, what you call, uh, laundry machines mm -hmm. and dryers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Luckily, uh, you, you were in CE, they have, you know, mm -hmm. what they call a, a housing supply. Right. Uh -huh. A huge warehouse with mm -hmm. nothing but washing machines. Yeah, we pretty much used all that. Wow. Yeah, every sleeping bag, every couch, every mm -hmm. everything that we can find that we can mm -hmm. use uh, was used. Uh, however, we never went to that. Never no, went we to. Never, never went to but the evacuation. Didn't know what was going to happen. But people we had to be prepared for it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So we, we had to be prepared. Happen. So, but you know, we go through this exercise, you know, every so often mm -hmm. throughout the year it's as a, a military because uh, it's called non-combatant. Um, mm -hmm. Evacuation, mm -hmm. and pretty much, the idea is if if Korea went to war, all the people from Korea would come to mm -hmm. to Tokyo. Then mm -hmm. you would have to house them, feed them, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. before you ship back to the states. Right. Well, it was the same thing. Right, <laughs> so same only thing. they were coming from local. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so were you happy to leave that to come to this? Well, I mean, you know, we we it was a different it was, it was a, a different, different thing. Show. Yeah, it was a a different choice. 
um, you know, I was getting to be as, as a as a DoD civilian. You told me it's five years is, is your maximum time, mm -hmm. you know, that you can stay. It still is right now. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much, you have to rotate. You know, after five years, mm -hmm. um, at a certain age. Well, at any age, it's it five years. Matter. Only doesn't five matter. Years. Yeah, oh. five years, and everybody has to leave. Mm -hmm. They kept me here for twenty-five years. Right. <laughs> they, they have, they're supposed to leave, right? Uh, I was supposed to leave, right. you know, 20 years before that. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, they kept extending me, extending me, extending me, so mm -hmm. for different projects. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when Tama Hills reopened, so I designed all of Tama Hills. Mm -hmm. That's a $400 million project mm -hmm. that we did with, 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 the, uh, with the government of Japan mm -hmm. and, and Boyd Choi and then also some of the stuff from, from the mm -hmm. military. So I worked with, that was a, a, probably a four or five year project. Uh, leading to that, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and you were the one that designed it. Yeah, well, I was I was I was in the original part of, part of it because it was started when I was up at Tama Hills. I understand, right? We but did. You the, saw it through to the end. And then, yeah, at the end part, um, so I came in, came back in '98. It just started like the year before, mm -hmm. and it wasn't going very well. Okay. Um, there was all kinds of problems. I came in, I took over, and then you know, being able to speak. Japanese was, mm -hmm. it was an advantage when you're meeting with nothing, you know, in, in a meeting room nothing with 50 people, right. even, you know, 49 of them are Japanese speakers, you know, <laughs> you have one, you know, architect that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's works for the Corps of Engineers. So I was, uh, you know, came in, was able to communicate and we opened in time, mm -hmm. you know, we got everything opened, um, in phases we did it, a mm -hmm. uh, huge project, mm -hmm. you know, you know, buildings completely re 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 revamped, redeveloped. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not as big as this building here, mm -hmm. but you know, the cost of it because of the the, the scope of it was over four hundred million dollars at that time. Mm -hmm. so, we say this building here for those that are just listening to this. You're talking about the Tokyo American Club. Tokyo American Club, right. yeah. The Tokyo American Club, of course, you know, cost and it was a huge project. It was 300, yeah, 300 million. yeah, it's a huge project. Off, right? um, yeah. yeah. So, the scope of it. I mean, this is much bigger. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at, at at all the facilities and the rooms uh, over there, there was a lot of buildings rebuilt. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been very lucky. I, I was able to rebuild, you know, the outdoor rec building at mm -hmm. Dakota. Then I came and rebuilt Tama Hills, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you know I added all the cabins, the log cabins that were there. Mm -hmm. So we replaced that. I, or, you know, had went to the U.S. and got all all those orders, brought them in here, had them rebuilt and put them up. Um, yeah, so been 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 extremely lucky there. Um, went to the went back to to Yakota, mm -hmm. um, you know, was involved in some of the renovations that were there, and also the construction of the Chili's, okay, um, yes. the fitness center, um, the pet care center, wow. the new bowling center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was that was all part of my yeah. after plan. Yeah, so wow. and and I, and I was able to as as the recreation director, um, the base plan. They so they put together a ten year plan, mm -hmm. and so I was able to contribute to that. So a lot of the buildings that there now are where I located, like the swimming pools and the, the uh, not the fitness center, but uh, uh, the, was that the community center? Mm -hmm. um, so there, those are kind of the pet care centers where I located it, some of the child care centers mm -hmm. where I was able to map out, mm -hmm. you know, along with the base designers. Right. And and actually that design and package we put together won an Air Force award for oh, it. So, it yeah. a good design for yeah, a base, for, right? Yeah, so they used to give out that's annual that's awards. That's so that's yeah, that's so then, you know, 10 years later, 10, 15 years later, you see all that coming together. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> I put that one there. Oh, I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> something like that, you know. That's, uh, that's not a great area. Yeah. We, I would put it over here, but you know, yeah. those, those, those are fun, some fun times. Yeah. So that they gave me a lot of experience on, you know. Yeah. So yeah. when I came here, you yeah. know, it, it, it kind of fell in really easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard her know, you know, working with, with, with engineering. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of that because of all the buildings I've had to design and work with. So right. they're, you know, they come talk to me, you know, in their language, and I can mm-hmm. understand it. So, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. yeah, F and B, of course, I, that's something that I've always done. And then recreation, I had ten years in recreation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it felt it felt pretty comfortable coming in here. And of course, with you here, mm-hmm. yeah. it was even more comfortable. <laughs> You know? I was very, we were very lucky to get you, that's I for sure. Know, no, yeah. I felt very, very good about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, you know, it was an opportunity. But, but for some reason, you know, um, just going to school, you know, St. Mary's used to be in, in Mita, mm-hmm. which was, what, probably about a 20-minute walk from here, mm-hmm. you know? And then when you're a kid, it only takes you 10 minutes to run here. That's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you came here all the time? All the time, yeah. all the time. All the time. Yeah, even when my dad wasn't a member. Even when he wasn't a member, you yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he became a member as a company member in seventy seventy one, something like okay. that. Well, that's before this. The, the, the club we just tore down was put up. Cause that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you he, knew the old club. I knew the old club. That, that was the original club that yeah. we put up in fifty four. Yeah. So and then at seventy in nineteen seventy four is when they put the new club. He, his you know his company membership ran out and pretty okay. much so. So I hadn't then of course been here with the new club here and there. Uh, attending weddings, partying mm-hmm. things, coming over mm-hmm. here. Um, actually, uh, came here. When was that? In in the nineties, mm-hmm. early nineties, uh, to run all the uh, uh, the game, the Fourth uh, of July. Okay. For, I think for two years straight. Okay. We had all the bounces and the barbecue stuff. Right, right. And we used to put out the right on the parking area. We yeah, sure did. Yeah, yeah. So we. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, we at that time, of course, Mike, uh, my predecessor, Mike Bumgardner. Oh yes. He's also ex-military. Ex-army, yes. Yeah. And then he was also part of our group. I've known Mike since the day he arrived in, in Japan. Okay. Yeah, because he's, he's, you know, it's the club manager of Titan. And you guys are very, very tight, too. Yeah, so we knew he was here, and he was, the, of course, the assistant at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew he was here, and, you know, we've been back and forth. we all gone to the same schools. We've right. all gone to, the, you know, the same seminars and mm-hmm. festivals right. or whatever that they have, and, you know. Uh, we've all attended uh, at, at there and stayed in the same hotel, so we all knew who, each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, Mike's a little older, so I didn't know exactly. You know, he's a little older he than is, I yes. was, so yes. so yes. yeah, he's. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I met him the day I think. Yeah, and his son I think was at was a Saint Mary's grad too. Mm-hmm. So I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah. what's a, what is this? A li- I'm, I'm we're going to bring this, wrap this up a little bit. But I want to ask you a question that mm-hmm. I've been throwing, at, been throwing at me a lot. What is the Saint Mary's Mafia? What mafia? <laughs> Saint Mary's Mafia. They, there's they, no, there's I've no heard such about that so much. Is that because you guys are so tightly S- knit? Saint Mary's is very tightly knit, <laughs> but there's no such thing as a mafia. Okay. Remember, I'm Italian. You mean there's no mafia? There's no mafia. <laughs> there's no such thing wait, as a wait, mafia. What you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, St. Mary's is very tight. Um, very tight. The so Alumni Association is fantastic. Um, we've had some very great um, chairman, presidents of the, of the association that's promoted. Um, you know, so. Uh, you know how I got your name? How's that? As one of the people running for um, a general manager of this club, when I was president of the club, um, one of your um, classmates mm-hmm. by the name of Bill Ayrton, mm-hmm. who used to be Senpai. one of Senpai. 
senpai, he's your, you know, your yeah. senior. Yeah. He came to me and said, Lance, he said, look, I got an offer here, you can't refuse this. <laughs> and he handed me your name, he said, make sure it gets done. Yeah, <laughs> I he's said, let me look at it, Bill. No, but he was really nice. He said, this is someone, his comment basically was this. He said, look, um, he's a St. Mary grad. I've known him for a long time. He's running everything out there at Yokota. And there's something that the American Club needs that's never had, and that's someone who's bilingual. Mm. And I couldn't have agreed with him more. He said, we need someone who can work on both sides mm. of the fence. And um, he gave me your name, and that's one reason why I was really, really keen on having you here. Oh, that's great, that's great. You were just, yeah, and it worked out beautifully. Yeah. What are uh, your plans for the future? Well, I mean, you know, we'll see how long I can, I can stay here. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's coming on my 10th year. Okay. So it is a long time to be here, mm -hmm. you know, for 10 years for, mm -hmm. for one manager. So I eventually I plan on moving, moving on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, like I said, I, my, my daughter's 34, so it's not like I have to, you know, go back Pay to work. Pay tuition or anything. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, 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 right. So I don't know, maybe take it easy. But I have a 92-year-old mother that lives with me. Okay. Yeah, she has dementia, so right. she needs a little more care. Mm -hmm. So I need, you know, if I do go back to work, it will probably be something like, you know, something that I can kind of work with. Mm -hmm by taking care of her and then also you know, doing, because I can't stay still, right, right, you right. know. Uh, That's obvious. E even, if, even if I have to go cut grass in the morning at the golf course, right, that, right. that'd be perfect for me. Now your wife's Japanese, right? That's correct. And you've only been married once? Twice. Twice? Yes. Was the first time you married an Italian woman? Nope, Japanese. <laughs> but she had an Italian temper, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that, uh, that, yeah, I was married young. Okay. I got married like when I was 25. Right. Is that who your child's by? Or is it by your? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I was married when I was 25, and mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. got divorced when I was 28, something okay, like that. Okay. 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 You're 30, maybe something like that. Right. Yeah. And then didn't 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 get married until I was 50. Right. Wow. So I was single. You wait, for you said, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just ride this out and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I said I can't get married until my daughter graduates. Yeah, from college. So uh -huh. and that was pretty much at fifty years old. So now I'm I'm pretty pretty free. Feeling good. Yeah. So yeah, it was um, yeah. I mean, it it, it was a good uh, fifty years. I was able to also not being married and single. Mm -hmm. You know, my daughter was living with with her mom. Okay. Um, Here in Japan. In Japan, uh -huh. you know, I was able to concentrate a lot on work. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how I you know finished going to school and college and then. Then going to college again uh, because I had to do a master's program with the military. Right. Because right. they make you do it. Right. Because <laughs> right. like if you don't do this, you're not going to you're not going to move up. You can't advance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then and, you know at the very end, and they said, well, you you know when I became the flight chief, uh, they said, uh, well you have to have the same education as every other military member in your position has, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is about a major or lieutenant colonel at mm -hmm, that time. Mm -hmm. And so they all went to this thing called Air War College. Mm -hmm. I had no intention of learning about <laughs> wars, but... You need I, to know if you're going to be on a base. That's if right. you're going to be on a base, you that's have right. to have the same knowledge and education as, as somebody who's next to you. Because right. you're always working with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're sitting next to you. You're mm -hmm. working with them. They're in the mm -hmm. office next to you. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's only fair. So we went to, you know, I ended up doing both. Mm. And uh, it's okay. I mean, it's what it was at that time. 
it never helps. It never hurts to always learn that's new sure, stuff. That's for sure. So, Tony, you have any parting words before I close out? No, no, I, I nothing. I just think maybe you were talking about the Italian or, mafia, or the, the Saint Mary's mafia. mafia. Right here, right yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> this is it. Saint Mary mafia. So if you're wearing this, they know. They know. That's like the special handshake. Exactly. Or the blink of the eye. Or yeah, 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 my ring. Not the yeah. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much. No, for thank you. No, thank you. This. I know you're a busy man. No, no. You have so much to do. Thank you. So no, much thank you. It's great. It's great. Thank, thank you, you for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All of you watching this podcast, remember to press like, subscribe, and remember, it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed. <laughs>